Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. To awaken your inner whole woman. I am with you again today to really, really support you to step into your next and create a life that you love and you have dreamt about. I know that you can have that. And so often we question the truth of, of whether we can or not, but I want you to know that you can. And in that you can create a life that has fulfillment and joy and peace and freedom, which is what we all are in pursuit of, maybe in different ways, which is totally okay. But at the end of the day, that is so important to us. And I want to walk you through that in our 10 simple steps to fulfillment today. I want to get your thoughts on these 10 simple steps And when I share them with you, you're probably going to say, I already know that. And that's okay, because what I want you to know is sometimes we have a knowing of it, meaning we have an understanding of something, but are we applying it to our lives? Because if we're not applying it, it's just information. I want to see you take that information and implement it in your life so that you can truly have a knowing about it and be able to really create the life that you love. So in this today, you might want to grab something to take down notes, but I'm going to give you 10 simple steps to fulfillment. And before we go into that, fulfillment is that feeling of satisfaction It is us wanting to really feel meaningful and purposeful, to feel connected. I want you to know that that is what I'm referring to when we talk about fulfillment. But step number one, I want you to know that in having a fulfilled life, what we what we need to do, what we would choose to do is we have to become daring and start saying yes to things you've always talked yourself out of. You know that list of things that you end up saying, I don't need it, I don't want it, maybe later, this isn't the right time, all of that stuff that I can do that next time. When we talk talk ourselves out of what we want and we're not daring enough, We ultimately silence our authentic voice and our authentic truth. And when we are out of alignment with our authentic truth and our authentic self, we lack fulfillment. Now, that doesn't mean that you may not be happy, but I'm talking about fulfillment in the sense of satisfaction, that sense of feeling fulfilled, meaningful, purposeful. We find that if we do that, we oftentimes don't have that true fulfillment that we desire. So the first one is become daring and start saying yes 
to the things you've always talked yourself out of. You probably can already start to think of some of the things you've talked yourself out of just today alone. And you saying, you know what? I am going to start to say yes. Number two, what I want you to know is that in order to have more fulfillment in your life, you've got to choose to live with fear. Fear is a natural, normal, adaptive part of the human experience. It is something that we have that keeps us alive. Our brain is created in a way that it keeps you in survival mode. And so when we don't understand and don't embrace that fear is a part of the process and that you can live with the fear, whatever that fear is for you. Oftentimes, the most common fears are fear of failure, fear of success, fear of being judged, fear of being rejected, fear of making a mistake, fear of not being loved. All of those are fears and they're real. But when you understand I can live with the fear and I can get out of my comfort zone, which is another part of the second step. We have to be able to get out of the space that's most familiar, most predictable, and what in our minds we call normal. On the other side, slightly outside of fear, you will find that that is your growth zone. And in order for you to move into your next personal best level, in order for you to create a life that you love and desire, it looks like getting into the growth zone. Let's move to number three. Number three is we have to change the story that often only lives in our head. We have a narrative and that story for us is based off of past experiences. And a lot of those experiences are from the age of zero to seven at a time point in your life that you may not even remember. But as a result of those experiences, our brain creates pathways and folders and files in regards to those experiences. And these are the things that are running our lives. This is that part of our brain, the subconscious mind that is often telling the story. Now, in order for you to change the story, I challenge you with, you've got to sit down and really question everything question, why do I do certain things? Why am I afraid of this? Why is money this way for me? Why do I judge this? Asking yourself questions starts the process of you being able to understand the story. And then you get to make a conscious decision about what you want to believe. And this is an empowering shift because you get to choose the story. And you might decide, I no longer want to believe the story that I'm not good enough, smart enough, talented enough, pretty enough, powerful enough, thin enough, whatever your not enough is. You then can take on the responsibility and operate under the freedom of choice and say, I'm changing the story because the only place that this story lives is in my head and I get to choose. I get to decide what I want to believe. Let's go to step number four. What I want you to do with number four is I want you to come to peace with the way things are. Now, this is hard because there are times and seasons in our lives 
where things are not the way that we want. And sometimes that means that there's hardship, that there's challenges, there's pain. And coming to peace with those things can be hard. Maybe you were wronged. Maybe someone did something intentionally to harm you. And coming to peace with that can be challenging. But this is vital for the step to fulfillment because we can't go forward until we acknowledge where we are. Maybe it's I have to come to peace with the decisions that I made that led me to the place that I'm in now. That is a part of the process because this allows you to let go of the when I get there mindset. So we tell ourselves, and I was guilty of this, still at times have to be aware. But the idea we say, when I get there, then I will be. So I used to remember I was in college and graduate school and I was collecting magazines. And they were house decor, housekeeping um, magazines. And I would just dream. I would get the magazines. I would store them up. I would subscribe because I kept telling myself, When I get married, then I'll be able to decorate my house. Then I will be able to put these cool colors on the walls. Then I will be able to have the furniture that I really wanted. I remember that saying to myself, when I get there, and you have to think about what is your when I get there moment, when I get the promotion, when my children graduate, when I have more money, what is the when I get there? Because when you come to peace with where you are right now, you can let go of the when I get there and embrace what now, where you can say where I am, what right now, what now, what's available to me right now, what opportunities can I take advantage of right now, how do I want to feel right now, it really shifts you into greater fulfillment. Let's move to number five. Number five is I want you to move more into treating yourself like royalty, treating yourself like royalty and even recognizing the goddess within you, this true essence of who you really are. And that comes through self-care, self-love, self-acceptance and self-compassion. Have you thought about how maybe unkind or not, or not compassionate you've been with yourself just recently, where you may have not been patient with yourself, you may have not allowed yourself to learn something new, that maybe you judged yourself for not knowing something you didn't know, or you simply just didn't give yourself a break. Those are ways in which we don't take care of ourselves. And the opposite of self-care would look like self-abandonment. Now, we wouldn't abandon someone that we cared about or someone that we needed, we know needed our help or someone that was just unable to do that. But when we're not taking care of ourselves, when we're not compassionate, when we're not accepting of ourselves, it could look like self-abandonment. And so being able to do that is such a powerful step in self-fulfillment. We're moving to number six. Number six is I want you to make gratitude a daily practice, that you wake up thinking what you're grateful for. 
And this sometimes also can be challenging when you're going through a difficult season of time in your life to find the good. But even if it's, I'm grateful that I know that things aren't the way I want them to be, that I have the mind, that I'm aware of it, but I'm grateful for the sun shining right now. I'm grateful for my feet are cold, but I can feel that they're cold. I'm grateful for a new day with a new opportunity, with new things that I've never seen before. Making gratitude an important piece allows you to see what's always been there. Have you ever been driving somewhere and you've taken this route many days, many times, and there's this one day that you look over to the right and you go, I never knew there was a TJ Maxx right there. I never, I never knew that there was a Bank of America. I never saw that before. That is what gratitude does. It allows us to see what's always been there. Number seven. Number seven is I want you to be, a, be aware to stop making life so difficult. Whether you know it or not, you spend about five to 20 hours a week stressing, overthinking, overanalyzing, worrying, trying to problem solve and figure things out five to 20 hours a week. Now imagine what you could do with an extra 20 hours a week. Like I'm already ecstatic (laughs) because we tell ourselves so often that we don't have time, but the truth is we do. And it's about what are we doing with our time? Are we implementing things that are helping us to feel less stressed? Or are we doing things that cause us to feel more stressed? Now stress is a normal, natural part of life. And so we will feel it, but it's about sometimes what I call the self-imposed stress, that stress that we put on ourselves, the pressure, the unrealistic expectations, those things, the ridiculous to-do lists that can overwhelm us. And that's something that we do that makes life more difficult. That It doesn't have to be number seven. Let's move to number eight. Number eight is I want you to be aware to listen to your inner voice. Listen to your inner voice. Now, listening to your inner voice will really require you to quiet the thoughts, the noise, the distractions, all of those things that pull at us all day long to really hear our resounding, powerful voice that is within us. And this is so vital in creating a life that you love, a life of fulfillment, and a life of satisfaction. Because the key to many of your questions and your thoughts lies within you. And I love teaching women how to develop a a stronger relationship with their intuition, their inner voice, what I believe is God within. And to be able to become familiar with how God speaks to them, knowing where they feel it in their bodies, being able to keep evidence on times when they listened and times when they didn't. Because both of those are experiences that you want to pay attention to. They're all teachers and really can support and help you. The next step to having a fulfilling life, we are now on number nine, is to go after your dreams. 
What is that thing that you dreamt about? And when I think about dreams, I'm thinking about a desire that comes from the heart. It's a vision that you know comes from God. What is that dream? What is that thing that you wake up to that even if you put it down, it comes back to you? You can't shake it. You can't let it go. That you're so passionate about it that you would do it without pay. I'm talking about that. Go after your dreams, making inspired, massive steps towards it. And that doesn't mean you're going to know all the answers. That doesn't mean you're going to know every step. You only truthfully need to know the next best step. That's it. And if you know the next best step and you take that step, the path will just continue to unfold. So go after your dream. If you haven't already, write it down. If you're comfortable with it, share it with somebody. Spend time working on it every day. And do not let anyone take it from you. I know for myself, I have a dream and I've been working towards the dream that I was given at 15. And it hasn't always been easy. And there have been challenges and there have been moments where I had to grow into the person I needed to be to manifest the dream. But with challenges and difficulties, there are other people sometimes who may think, maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Maybe you should consider something else. Are you really sure this is what you're supposed to do? You may have those moments, but don't let anyone, and I mean no one, take it from you. And then we're now landing on number 10, and I hope you're ready for it. Number 10 is I want you to do more of what you enjoy and what you love. Do more of it. Don't allow what you believe to be time constraints, money constraints, any of those things get in the way of you doing what you love and you enjoy, because that is what brings you a level of fulfillment. There is no greater joy that I receive than doing what I love and what I was born to do. And I know that that's the same for you. Creating the time and the space to do that and enjoy every minute of it without any guilt, without you feeling bad about it. Enjoy every moment of it. Because I believe God gave you those passions and those things that you enjoy because He knew. It would bring you fulfillment. So those are the 10 simple steps to fulfillment and having a more fulfilling life. I would love, love, love to really support you in doing this, to really walk each of these steps out. And sometimes we have to be honest with ourselves to say that that requires some support and that requires some accountability. And I want to do that for you. So go to the website and make sure you check out the services that are offered there. We just had a retreat, which was the secrets to a fulfilling life. You'll be able to see some excerpts from that retreat as well. And upcoming retreats that we'll have that really will support you to really walk into your true nature, who you really are, and create a life that you love. I have enjoyed our time together in this episode of Awaken Your Hinner Old Woman. I will see you in the next episode. Until then. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at www.awaken2.com.
thepower.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Thank you.